Handling rejection is an essential aspect of an actor's journey. And it's something that every actor faces at some point. Moving forward in the right direction will make the difference when experiencing rejection. Here are eight strategies that actors can use to cope with rejection on this episode of Casting Actors Cast. It's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with Pat McCorkle and the McCorkle Group in New York. How are you? Hope you're having a good day. I'm looking forward to sharing as much as I can about rejection. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I get to say thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you're the first time here, welcome. It's so cool that you decided to show up. (laughs) Here's the thing. I have some freebies for you. Just by participating, just by showing up, there are some free things that I'm giving away that might be of help to you. I certainly hope they are. One is a book that I wrote, and the way that you get the book is by going to castingactorscast.com. That's castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. And there's a book on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio. You'll enjoy this voiceover book. It's a 100-page PDF. It's absolutely free. Additionally, there is a video called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. It's a free video. Now, to get these freebies, all you need to do is write your name, your email address, and you can ask me a question or make a comment, anything that might be helpful for you. That way, I get your information. By the way, I don't do anything with that. On occasion, I might send out um, an alert about an upcoming podcast or something like that, but I'm very careful about not eating up your bandwidth. Additionally, um, you can find on the website Jeff's Jots, and these are corresponding show notes to each of the episodes. And these are the notes that I write and use when doing the podcast. So you actually have some bullet points um, and some lists and some information really based on the podcast. It's sort of a follow along if you want to get some additional information or you want to hang on to something. Maybe a podcast really hit you the right way and it's something that you would like to uh, stay close to. Now you can have something written out Again, it's called Jeff's Jots on the website. By the way, we're simulcasting on YouTube. Um, we call these patios, podcast videos. If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, you can kind of take a look and see what I look like when I share the podcast. I'm recording the podcast live and then uploading it to YouTube and, of course, all the various podcast websites that are out there. Finally, here's my shout out to my friends at Actors Connection, actorsconnection.com slash New York. Do check them out for classes and workshops, all kinds of cool things happening. All right, so here are eight, I think, very valuable points on dealing with rejection. Now, I have done a few podcasts in the past regarding this, but I feel pretty strongly that this is even a little more concise and perhaps even a little more... um, to the point when actors are faced with this idea of, oh my gosh, I'm being rejected because I didn't get the part. 
listen, it happens all the time. I can tell you firsthand when I was an actor, and I was an actor for 20 years before I trans transitioned into casting. Um, and here's the thing. I always associated booking the job with success. In other words, if I didn't get the job, I was not successful. I wasn't a good actor. I did something wrong. So I used the loss of an audition or not getting a callback or getting the callback and not getting the role. I used that as ammunition against me. So that's sort of the cornerstone of how I came up with the idea of sharing this podcast. So here's some um, eight tips, eight points of view that I would like you to Take a look at, see if these apply to you, because I also want to give you some solutions on how to deveal, how to develop the kind of um, resilience that is critically important to an actor. So number one, I just said it, develop resilience. See, rejection is a common part of the acting industry, and it's, I think, really crucial to develop resilience, that sense of bouncing back after some not-so-great news. And the way to do that is to understand rejection does not define your talent or worth as an actor. I promise you, there are so many circumstances in terms of casting that might give the role to somebody other than yourself. And guess what? You might never know why. So why are you wasting time spinning your wheels about that? All you have control over are those things that, hey, you have control over. And so why not stay focused on that? And resilience simply means that you bounce back. If you didn't get this audition, you're just going to show up and do the next one. Because eventually, that is going to pay off. But it is really not worth your time and not worth your energy, frankly, to beat yourself up for what didn't happen for you. It's um, it, it's incredible because we're sensitive and we're creative people. This is how we handle it. I'm asking you to take a look at that and see if there's a way that you can handle it in a different way. All right, moving on from there, number two, this is valuable, I think, but learn from feedback. So listen, if you receive feedback after an audition from a casting director or a director, um, the suggestion I'm making is consider it as nothing more than a valuable opportunity for growth. In other words, use constructive criticism to improve your skills and performance. Just because you get some feedback doesn't mean that you did a bad job and this was your mistake, or you should have, would have, could have done this. Uh, in fact, just the opposite. I can tell you from my point of view as a casting person, I would not spend the time giving feedback to an actor if I didn't think the actor was open and available to receiving it. <laughs> If I felt that the actor was very, very defensive about their work, you know what? I might not just, I might just rather decide not to give some feedback, thinking that this might not be received in the way that I would like it to. And so think about that. Use every constructive criticism as a point of note and of interest for improving your auditions as well as your performances. That will serve you big time. Also, I just want to inject here that 
please consider keeping a log of every audition you have. Who was at the audition? What choices did you make? What was the copy that you used? Get as much information as you can on the page so that for future reference, you can look back and you can even write down those things that you wish you had done better. Something about getting things down on paper can make a significant impact on your next audition. Uh, That's something to think about. Number three, I would like you to consider maintaining a positive mindset. Focus on the positive aspects of your journey. What does that mean? That means that it's important to acknowledge and to celebrate small successes and keep a positive mindset, even in the face of rejection. Remember that each audition is a chance to learn and improve, and it's an opportunity to perform. So anytime an audition comes your way, guess what? The first thought should not be, oh, God, an audition. I have to do this now. The first thought should be, yay, I have an opportunity to perform. So really do take your own temperature when you have opportunities, even those small little moments that you're telling negative things to yourself. That is not the positive mindset I'm talking about. In fact, that's the exact opposite. See, by changing your mindset and embracing those unique and interesting opportunities, you're going to start to relearn how to, I believe this is true, have fun in an audition. Can you imagine having fun in an audition? (laughs) All right, let's move on from there. Number four, stay persistent. You've heard this before. I know you have. But persistence is the key in the acting industry. What does that mean? Well, it means keep auditioning, uh, attend classes, do everything that you can to hone your craft. Many Almost all, I would say, successful actors have faced numerous rejections before landing significant roles. Just take a look at some of our most successful actors and go back into their history where they talk about those things that didn't come their way and how did they handle them. I think there's a a great educational opportunity there if you do that research. So, really valuable. Do not give up before the miracle. (laughs) Okay, good. Let's move on from there. Number five, build a support system. Uh, That really means to me just simply surrounding yourself with a supportive network of, um, of friends, of family. Those are very important. But more importantly, in my mind, is fellow actors. They understand the challenges of the industry. And so having a strong support system with other actors can provide amazing encouragement during these times. And I know that many of you, because of COVID and whatever, it's very hard sometimes to really make solid connections with other actors. I know that. But if you put that out into the universe, when you go into a live audition or when you go to a class, really have your antenna up for meeting somebody who you might want to get to know a little bit better. Um, amazing things can happen if you just simply take the chance, put yourself out there just a little bit. You might be really surprised at the support system that comes your way really quickly. 
Number six, focus on the process, not just the outcome. Shift your focus from the end result to the process of auditioning and acting. Enjoy the journey and the experience of performing rather than solely focusing on getting a particular role. I've said this before in past podcasts, but I would encourage you to consider every audition like it's the first day of rehearsal. In other words, in your mind, you've booked the job. You've already gotten the job. You've been cast. And so if you can treat the audition like it's that really wonderful feeling of that first day of rehearsal, when you start playing around, when you start showing some and getting some ideas about how the role should be played, all of that is just a different shift in mindset. And I have seen it firsthand make a tremendous impact on the actor. Uh, After all, the audition can and should be fun. The audition should also contain spontaneous moments that are even unexpected for the actor. And so that sense of fun, it's an opportunity to perform, can really be excellent cornerstones for moving forward in the process of auditioning. Number seven, This is a good one, I think, Um, and it might be maybe a little bit of a surprise to some of you. I've just met, honestly, too many actors that are just doing nothing but focused, being focused on their acting. That's it. And so number seven, explore other creative outlets. I think it's so valuable to engage in other creative pursuits to channel your energy and your passions. Your creative self really needs an outlet to create. And so, therefore, having something outside of your acting career can be very, very beneficial. Um, kind of a side note, but uh, my hobby, not only as an actor, but after I ended, stopped acting and then before I got into casting, I loved making furniture out of found wood. <laughs> This is kind of weird, maybe, but this is the truth. I would go out into the woods and interesting branches or roots or trees that had fallen over, I would literally take back to my workshop and make tree furniture from it. It ended up being so much fun, and I actually opened up a small business and started making this tree art furniture, and I did that for several years. I had a great run, and I loved every second of it. And without even realizing it, without being directly linking this to my acting, I just found that this helped me maintain my artistic spirit, and it provided me with a sense of fulfillment beyond acting. And so... An outside interest, think about what that might be for you. Take a time to invest in what that might be, and you might be surprised at how your acting even changes as a result. Number eight, this is our final in our list of eight. Set realistic expectations. Understand that not every situation, not every audition will result in a role, and not Every role is the right role for you. You might not know why you didn't get that role, but it could be something as silly or or maybe not silly, but it could be like you're not the right height with the leading lady or the leading man. I know that sounds, ooh, here's a good word, superfluous. 
But there are all kinds of mitigating reasons why you might not get the consideration you deserve. It is not in your power to understand what that is or isn't. So therefore, if you set realistic expectations, it can help you manage disappointment. That's the whole point. Moving on from one audition to looking forward to the next audition with some resilience, keeping in mind that an audition is simply an opportunity to reform. And remember that rejection is just a normal part of the acting profession. Each actor's journey is unique. Learning to handle rejection with grace and with resilience is a skill that can contribute to long-term success in the industry. Hey, thank you for joining me on this podcast. I hope it's been helpful for you. By the way, please consider, if you've gotten something out of this podcast, please leave me a like, a thumbs up, a review. All of those are so helpful to me because it keeps me motivated to doing more podcasts. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.